Hey guys, I'm your host Olivia and you're listening to season one of BCT. We are the Christian podcast that enables you guys to hear people from all different backgrounds talk about their real life stories of radical change. Follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. For those of you who don't know already, at the start of each episode I tell you guys a fact about myself so that you guys get to know me more and more as the episodes go along. Today's fact is that I love, love performing art and drama. I've been taking parts in shows, plays and concerts since I was eight years old and I've never looked back. So today I am joined by James Vile. Hello James. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you could come on. So James, tell me maybe a fun fact or a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, when I'm not working, when I'm not doing very serious things, I, I, I love to watch football. I'm a massive Arsenal fan. I feel I'm generally being punished for something <laughs> in that. But uh, yeah, I love watching Arsenal. I love going out on my bike and cycling. I cool. like riding my motorbike as well, which is always fun. Just finding the time to do that. Yeah, though, yeah. Hard. And and also a little bit of a, an odd fact, but I enjoy brewing my own beer as well, like oh, the old wow. monks used to do. So that's uh, something that's I like cool. to do when I get the time as well. <laughs> yes. And, and consuming the product as well in moderation, of course. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so tell me a little bit about your family then, your yeah. home life. Uh, so me and my wife, Julie, we live up in Pontrevin and we've got two little boys, Joshua and Judah. Joshua is age five and Judah is age two. So they certainly keep us busy, busy. but they're also <laughs> at a really fun stage as well, especially Judah's just starting to talk now. Aww. So he's starting to string a few little words together, like saying goodbye to everyone. So <laughs> it's very sweet, <laughs> oh, really. cute but age. yeah, they, they keep us busy. Yeah, good fun though. So let's go straight into it then, James. How did you um, come to faith? Hmm. So I um, grew up in a Christian household. My mum mm-hmm. always took us to church uh, on a Sunday. And it's sort of, there isn't a very exciting story as, at first as to what happened. So it was probably about age 14 where the reality of what church was and the gospel really kind of hit me. And I felt I needed to give my my heart to Jesus. It wasn't, mm-hmm. as I say, a very exciting testimony in that sense it's one of these testimonies that kind of grew over the years really so I was age about 14 a very young Christian and the problem I had though over the next three or four years is I didn't really kind of push on or grow in that time in in my faith so then when I was aged 18 and uh, went off to university and all of the kind of uh, temptations that university life can offer was sort of thrown in my face uh, because I hadn't put down these deep roots in my faith. I kind of gave in to all the different temptations and lived that kind of prodigal lifestyle, uh, which ultimately didn't satisfy. It kind of, it was, all these things promise more than they actually deliver. And then when you're kind of sucked into them, you realise how Mm -hmm. unsatisfying Mm -hmm. and shallow they actually are. And then Three or four years later, probably age 21, 22, I kind of realised, what am I doing with this? And then sort of started slowly to come back to realise that Jesus is just far more satisfying than all of these things Mm. put together. So then about three or four years afterwards, uh, I was in the bath and I had what I call my bathtub experience, which sounds slightly (laughs) dodgy, so I should probably clarify what I mean by that. And I was listening to a sermon by John Piper, and he was talking about the man that uh, Jesus refers to who found a treasure hidden in a field. And this treasure, is, which is talking about the kingdom of God. And this man, he discovered this incredible treasure that was in the field. And what he did is he went away and he sold everything he had to buy that field so that he could get the treasure. Mm. And I started to realise at that point how incredible this treasure must be. 
and how therefore Jesus must be so much more important than everything in life Mm -hmm. and how he's worth living our entire lives for and giving everything for him because he is so much more satisfying than the ways of the world. And that was a real game changer in in my Christian life, really, when I started to realize that Jesus can't just be for a Sunday. He can't just be a little part of our lives. He needs to be everything in our lives. And that was Mm. a massive game changer for me, probably age 23, 24, something like that. And from that point onwards, my, my Christian life was never the same again. Yeah, that's amazing. So how then did that actually change how maybe your view on life? So at that point, I was, I'd already started to realise how shallow the ways of the world actually mm-hmm. were and living in them in that way. And I, I started to realise I need to be living a life that glorifies God and starting mm-hmm. to look at different aspects of my life thinking, does that little aspect there, is that is that for the glory of God or is that for my own glory, for my own mm-hmm. pride? And I started to realise I really want to get to know my Bible better. I really want to know Jesus better. So I actually went and studied theology at the Bible school in Bridgend. Uh, So I went away and did that for two years. And that was so helpful in terms of growing in my knowledge and my love for Jesus. And then I recently become a leader here in the church in Baglan Mm -hmm. as well. And I, I preach semi-regularly on a Sunday. So it's, it's had a massive impact, really, on, on my life. My life is completely unrecognisable to how it was 10, mm. 15 years ago. God's been incredible in the way that he's worked in my life, really, and in the, in the changes. But it, it, it just goes to show, really, when you think of a testimony, you often think of that initial moment where you yeah. became a Christian. And that is an incredible moment when you move from, from death into life. But mm. actually then what that impact on the rest of your life is 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 the fruit of the, the proof that that conversion was genuine i mean mm. the first 10 years of my christian life you might have looked at me and thought hmm is this guy really a christian but god was still working in the background mm-hmm. and hopefully now we can see the sort of the changes that he's brought about in my life and i'm still a work in progress you know yeah, none, we're not perfect. <laughs> none of us are perfect you know i stuff up on a daily basis but God is still good and he's still working in my life and still wanting to change me and to make him to make me more like his son, the Lord Jesus. Yeah, that's amazing. I think it's so important to have a positive mindset and mm. trust that God is always working in our lives. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. We we often don't see it and yeah, oh yeah. He's working in the background sometimes. Yeah. And he can use our mistakes, our stuff ups, the amount of times that I've stuffed up, but God has used that for his glory and for my good. It's incredible. Yes, amazing. Right, before we go on to the next question then, Mm. um, can you just talk about maybe about your job lifestyle, so what you do for a living? Yeah, so um, I'm currently in quite an interesting situation. So at university, I studied chemistry as my my degree. And then I didn't want to get a job, to be honest, when I finished my degree. (laughs) (laughs) And I was doing a research project in the third year of your degree. And my supervisor said, do you want to stay on and carry on doing the research? So I then did a PhD in chemistry. Uh, But when I was doing my PhD in chemistry, I realised I quite enjoyed the teaching aspects that went with that. So I went and did a PGCE at the end of it to train to teach chemistry. And for the last 10 years, I've been teaching chemistry. I currently work at uh, Neef College, but I've worked Mm -hmm. in a few other colleges as well, teaching A-level chemistry. Uh, But when, it must have been about three or four four years ago now, I went slightly part-time so I could do my theology course alongside my job and then I've managed to keep my day a week and I'm now working for the church for one day a week as well so it's a really interesting balance I spend four days down at the college uh, teaching chemistry and one day at the church doing various 
things for Everything. the church. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a really interesting work balance at the moment. Yeah, sounds great. So as a Christian scientist, mm. how do you put the two together and make it work? Yeah, it's a really interesting question because there are so many people out there that would say that the two are not particularly mm. compatible. As in, if you're a Christian, how can you sort of accept what science says? Or if you're a scientist, how can you accept what the Bible says? And people go into debates over things like evolution and the Big Bang. Yeah. But what I find is that people miss the key question with this. And for me, the key question is not necessarily whether there was a Big Bang or whether there's evolution. Uh, I, I think those are the secondary matters. The biggest question in my mind is, do we have a creator God? Are we made or are we here by completely random chance? Because those are the mm. two main ways of looking at the whole science versus Christian Christianity uh, debate. Are we here by sheer random chance or are we made by intelligent design? Mm. And when I weigh those two up, for me, there's only one logical conclusion because I look around at the world that's around us. I look at the kind of the beauty that we see all around. When you look up at the night sky and see the stars, mm. when you look out at the ocean, I've, I've had the privilege of going to the Grand Canyon and seeing it oh, in, wow. in all its grandeur. I've seen so many incredible sights in this world and I've seen so much complexity in this world as well as a chemist looking at the atom and all the different particles mm, that crazy. make up the atom. And you see so much complexity and beauty in this world that I am completely convinced that we could only be here because of an intelligent design, mm. that we must be made by a creator because the alternative is to think that we are here by completely random chance yeah. that billions of years ago there was this huge amount of material and it just got there by who knows how and then it exploded and by complete <laughs> random chance this mm. massive explosion led to incredibly complicated and beautiful life and for me that just doesn't quite add up when you when you think of think of paint this is a bit of a strange example but if you okay. if you can picture the most beautiful painting that you've ever seen what you don't conclude when you look at that painting is that there was an explosion in the paint shop and all that paint just flung <laughs> yeah. out randomly onto this piece of paper and it just miraculously came into this beautiful painting when you see that beautiful painting you think there must have been an artist someone yeah. who through intelligent design put that painting together with skill and talent and planned it and thought and planned about it, it yeah. and thought about it yes yes and and that's what i see when i look at creation now i don't discount things for instance like the big bang theory you know i suspect that when god flung stars into space it would have gone with an almighty bang yeah you know i'm not going to go uh, in this podcast into the mechanics of how he did it but i i go back to genesis chapter 1 verse 1 that says in the beginning god yeah. created the heavens and the earth for me that's the only logical conclusion and I don't feel that we have to put Christianity into one box and science into another box. Because when I do science, when I look at science, I feel like we're just trying to understand God's creation better. Mm. That's for me what, what uh, science should be, is trying to understand this world better that God has made. I don't feel we have to pit the two against each other at all. Yeah, just work together, isn't it? Mm. When I look at something like the Big Bang, for instance, I would strongly suggest that there must have been an intelligent design mm. or behind that if that was the way that it happened. You know, the, the biblical account in Genesis is detailed in many ways and yet not very detailed in other ways where it does leave it open to 
scientific interpretation as but but ultimately we should never put ourselves above god you know we have yeah, to humbly yeah. come before genesis 1 and say that in the beginning god created yeah. the heavens and the earth and everything that's in it and if we start with that as our basis i don't think we'll go too far wrong yeah definitely right so before you go then james um i'd love to ask for advice for my listeners so for them who may be querying or just got so many questions about how can you know christianity be real how can god be real you know where where can they get proof what would you say to that Mm -hmm. so firstly i i would say that you need to dig into God's word through his, through the Bible. The Bible is God's word to us. It's authoritative. We can trust the Bible. And it has incredible answers to the big questions that we have in life. We wonder, what is the purpose of life? The Bible tells us that mm. we are to live for his glory, that we were made for relationship with him. We see what the purpose of life is in the Bible. We see that we actually have a purpose. If we take the view of science that we're here by a complete random chance and by a series of random explosions and mutations and various things like that, then we have actually no purpose in life. If, if we take something like that, then we're born, we die, and we go back to the dust that we came from. And there's actually no purpose to anything that we do in life. Whereas the Bible shows us that we do have a purpose, that mm. we are lovingly made by a creator God who wants a relationship for us. He wants a relationship with us. So so when we look at the, what the Bible has to say about the purpose in life, we see that we have one and it's glorious. So dig into what God has to say through, through the scriptures because we see incredible truths for our lives. And we see that we see in the Bible that we are unfortunately sinners, that we were built for this relationship with God. And yet we 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 stuff it up we don't we don't live in the way that honors god all the way through our lives we're constantly stuffing it up every day i stuff up but god has actually made a way to restore that relationship through his son the lord jesus who died on the cross for us so that that relationship that we were made for can be restored and therefore mm-hmm. the bible tells us that we have an eternal hope that is beyond this life so there's incredible answers in god's word for us that we were made for relationship with him and that he has made a way that with that relationship can be restored so it's incredible news that we see in scripture mm-hmm. so yeah dig into your bibles we have a purpose we were made for relationship with god and god wants that for each and every one of us so if you don't yeah. have that relationship i I'd, I'd urge you to to consider jesus to look at what the Bible has to say about Jesus and see how incredible he is and how much he loves each and every one of us and wants us to be in relationship with him. Mm, Well said, James. (laughs) So thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. It's been great to have you. You're a fabulous guest. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) So thank you so much. Um, It was really good um, what you said. I really loved hearing your story and how you put everything into amazing words. (laughs) So I hope people take a lot from it today. Guys, don't forget to subscribe on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And make sure to follow us on all the social media platforms to keep up with updates on what we get up to. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.